Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. iHeartMedia presents Anchorage Community Magazine, a program of news, information, and community events in the public interest. If you have questions or comments on Anchorage Community Magazine or would like to be a guest on the program, call 522-1515. Now, Scott Rohde with a look at this week's top news stories. The results of Anchorage's first by-mail election are final. The vote count was certified Tuesday night with Mayor Ethan Berkowitz winning a second term and all the bond propositions passing. The Assembly then chose a new chairman, East Anchorage Assemblymember Forrest Dunbar, though he says he'd like to give someone else a turn by the end of this year. A new public-private partnership aims to put dozens of homeless individuals in Anchorage into permanent housing. Mayor Berkowitz announced the pilot program called Path to Independence on Wednesday. Catholic Social Services Director Lisa Aquino says the program is meant to help people with histories of self-sufficiency who are experiencing homelessness due to a crisis. Rapidly housing gets households into housing, permanent housing, fast, and then supports them there with resources and case management for a specific amount of time while they find and build permanent stability. Diane Kaplan with the Rasmussen Foundation says the partnership is made possible by $650,000 from corporate and nonprofit funders. This unprecedented coming together of 22 funding sources with our city and our nonprofit community will be a model for the rest of the country. And I really thank our partners for stepping up at a time when it's essential and we have an opportunity and time to address a problem that can be solved in our city. The housing stock is provided by Cook Inlet Housing Authority and Widener Apartments. Widener Vice President Greg Serbana says the program makes it easier for landlords to become part of the solution. Target our resources to provide a hand up uh, to those who need it. To those individuals and those families who find themselves in need of just a little bit of assistance. To those who have for many years demonstrated self-sufficiency but find themselves going through a tough time that they couldn't have imagined and in which they can't get themselves out of. The program is currently designed to handle 40 people. Cook Inlet Housing Executive Gabe Lehman says there is room for the program to grow. This program is also intended to test new ideas and new ways of approaching how we solve issues related to homelessness in our community. So, for example, this program will include a new position that is a landlord liaison. The idea is to begin testing how we make it easier, more efficient, and more effective for private landlords to engage in our homelessness delivery system. Path to Independence is scheduled to be running by July. The legislature is still at work in Juneau, plowing through the 90-day statutory session deadline. The House and Senate have until mid-May to wrap up their business before the constitutional deadline, or else they have to go into special session. House Speaker Bryce Edgman says he's optimistic a deal can be reached, unlike last year when state government nearly shut down for lack of a budget. We've got a second year on our belt belt in terms of working together. That's a big difference. And Senate President Pete Kelly agrees, saying the chambers are worn out after fighting with each other last year. A conference committee is beginning work on the operating budget and a separate budget for capital projects is still coming together. School districts around Alaska are closer to knowing the amount of state funds they're getting. Before budgets are due at the end of this month, 
The state house voted 31 to 9 on Wednesday to go along with a Senate rewrite of an education funding bill. HB 287 maintains current funding levels with $1.3 billion separate from the main operating budget, so districts won't have to issue pink slips to employees while waiting for a final budget deal to come out of Juneau. The bill also includes a $30 million boost for the funding formula next year, provided the House goes along with the Senate's plan to draw money from the permanent fund. House leaders have resisted that approach and also favor a permanent increase in the school funding formula rather than a one-time boost. One of the last blockbuster video stores in Anchorage is counting on some Hollywood memorabilia to attract customers, and it wasn't even their idea. Last Sunday on HBO's Last Week Tonight, host John Oliver noted a recent feature story about the video rental chain's last four outlets, three of which are in Alaska, and their struggle to stay in business in an age of online streaming. As internet coverage improves, those few remaining Alaskan blockbusters are under serious threat. If only there were a fun, movie-themed way for them to draw people in. And then Oliver announced that the comedy news show had purchased items from an auction held by actor Russell Crowe to finance his divorce. We didn't just get a jockstrap. We got a bunch of pointless Russell Crowe memorabilia. And I can think of no more fitting place for them to reside than an Alaskan blockbuster. The items include boxing gear from Cinderella Man and costume pieces from Les Miserables and Robin Hood, each bought for thousands of dollars. The next day, the manager of the store at Debar and Boniface, Kevin Daymood, got in touch with HBO and began making arrangements to accept the items and set up an exhibit. The former Fred Meyer store in Palmer could become a downtown shooting range. The building has been vacant since last year when the supermarket moved across the Glen Highway after the Cars store at that location moved across the Palmer-Wasilla Highway. The Anchorage Daily News reports that Valkyrie Security and Asset Protection unveiled plans last week to convert the store into an indoor shooting range with 21 lanes of 25 yards and 8 of 65 yards. Palmer currently has one 12-lane indoor shooting range plus the state-run outdoor range across the river in Butte. Last Tuesday, the Palmer City Council heard mostly opposition to adding a gun range to the downtown area and voted 4-3 to three to delay consideration of a noise permit until this coming week. That's the Week in Review for April 15th through 21st. From the iHeartMedia Newsroom, I'm Scott Rohde. More of the Anchorage Community Magazine coming up. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.